Welcome back to Let's Talk Gardening since last Sunday. Good morning. Happy Easter to everybody. And as you can tell, Brian is back. The tunes will be flowing. And uh, always great to have the the Brian uh, back in the seat. And, and Gore is also great to be there. But uh, Brian is the musical guru who loves to share all his uh, musical talents with us and uh, his knowledge and love of the music, which is great. So, and the rest of us all have the love of the gardening, garden, gardening, <laughs> still early. Come on, give me a break. All right. Well, it is, what day is it? And I know it's Sunday because I'm here. I only come once a week. It's April the 12th. And uh, it's been... Obviously, a little challenging month so far. Obviously, with everything going on, but what I, I'm always I'm trying to be optimistic about everything. I really think that this cold weather is helping us in Alberta, keeping everybody inside, which is great, and uh, help flatten that curve. And uh, if uh, all things are looking like we're uh, heading in the right direction, which is great. So, way to go, Alberta. And Calgary, especially for us in, in here and uh, and everybody around to stay safe and be careful out there. And as everybody else tells you, wash your hands over and over. So, which is good. I bet you we've never had so many clean hands until we get into the garden. Then we get to get some dirty hands again, which is, I love wearing, uh, I don't wear gloves when I garden. I love getting my hands in the dirt, in the soil. Feels so good. Especially nice soil. And it really makes you know whether your soil is nice. Just put your hands in there. And if you can't break it up, you can't, you know, do all those kind of fun things that with your, like, it feels this, like, if it feels crappy, it probably is crappy soil. So if it feels nice and lush and squeezes together, holds together a little bit, not like a big clump, but just it'll hold together but break apart easily. Those are just good signs that you have nice soil, which is important if you're going to be starting your growing here in Calgary because we are in an area that we have a heavy clay-based soil, so growing outside. And that's why I recommend whenever growing in pots and things like that, use a soilless type mix with composts and different different things like that. It just It's a little lighter. Some of our soil, if you, if you end up putting it in pots, they're so heavy too, it's just really hard to move. And a lot of plants get suffocated because the soil is just too uh, too thick, too heavy for it. So you need to amend it. And there's lots of great products out there to amend your soil with. And uh, I know and we've been working hard at Spruce, getting our store up online as we've we've closed the store during for the next couple of weeks at least, um, just to get help flatten the curve, do our part help get our team organized and we've been so busy and I just want to thank everybody for all the response to our online store or well, well, well over 500 orders gone out almost already in the, in the first two weeks of our operations. So on the online store. So thank you so much. And, uh, and thanks to our team down at Spruce for working really hard. And, uh, it's a whole new system, right? Where we have no people coming in the store. So we're just picking orders like crazy delivering. I know Mark from prune it up, 
and Shane from the landscaping crew and myself. Um, we've been out doing deliveries. My daughter Jaden's been doing a few deliveries as well. Um, she likes being in the action, though. She's she's there getting the order, orders organized, getting it out, phoning, the, phoning our customers and all that other fun stuff. But we're going to talk of, about a few things. I'm going to have Joanna. She's going to call in in a bit. She's doing all the text. So um, if you'd like to join me on the line, we have some open spots. And Joanna is going to be on it for texting. So um, please, uh, please send in lots of texts and and you can give me a shout. Phone lines are wide open. 403-974-8255 or 1-800-563-7770. Those are the talk and text lines. And uh, we have the, the gentleman from uh, Big Yellow Bag. Eagle Lake Landscapes Play. He's going to join us at uh, just at 10.05, and we're going to chat about the big yellow bag and uh, see what they got going there. Lots of things going. Like I said, I always think of that as our it's our first sign of spring here in Calgary when we start seeing those bags all over town, which is a, which is a good thing. And uh, also with those big yellow bags, you bring them back into spruce, and then we give you a spruce box for them. So that way you have a little bit of money to spend in the store once we're back open and stuff like that. But right now we're going to go with the phone line. We're going to go to Sylvia. Good morning, Sylvia. Hi. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing good, but I'm I'm not a gardener. However, I thought I'd plant some sunflower seeds for my grandchildren so they could watch the sunflower grow. However, in about three or four days, we've got this seed popped up, and it's like a five inches now already, and it's bending over. What do I do? Oh, basically, and you don't know what it is, though. It's a sunflower seed. Okay. It's so, sunflowers. Okay, so what you do is, that's an easy one. So it's so you, what you do is get a, like a six or eight inch pot. Yeah. And you can bury it right up almost until the bottom leaf there. Oh, okay. Yeah, so just take it, plant it sort of deep, leave, leave, go about a half inch below the, the last set of leaves on it. Oh, yeah, okay. And just put it into soil gently, water it in, and then just let it take off from there. And oh. Then, and then you should do that again um, probably in two or three weeks because it'll grow quite quickly. And then you can put it into a little bit of a bigger pot from there and then right outside. But it's so thin, like it's... Yeah, no, that's... It's it, it just too much heat, too much... So typically when seeds, and, I'm, and we're going to talk about that in a while, typically we get a lot of people, they, they get going on their seeds, and they, uh, they they get going too much, and they stretch quite easy. As soon as they pop up, that's the time you pull off the glass cover, you you slow them down, because if, if you keep the heat, keep the full light... And all oh. that, they just they get stretched because they they need oh. to slow down. Like it's great that you got them going, but they just need to slow down a bit. So yeah, but so I've got another set going, and I just see the see the seed coming up. It just popped up a little bit, so that's when I put it into a a, a thicker a, a another pot that's higher. Yes. Oh, okay. Yep. That sounds great. Thanks. Yeah, no, and then just when you're ready to put it outside, find a nice sunny spot. Yeah. And uh, put that outside, and it'll be awesome for you. 
You mean when we ever get sunny weather? Is that what you're saying to me? Yes, okay. yes, and it's coming. But I, like okay. I said, I'm I'm very fortunate. <laughs> I think we're all fortunate right now because oh, yeah. if it was super nice out, everybody would be outside, and yeah. I think we would see our spread a little bit more. So this way it's keeping us Albertans inside, and, uh, and for the gardeners, it just keeps us all at bay a bit, which is good. We're going to get our spring. It's going to come, and uh, we're going to get outside. But right now we got to just... Uh, Sit in the house and do our thing and uh, and plant, uh, set, plant sunflower seeds, right? Absolutely, lots <laughs> okay. of sunflower seeds. <laughs> okay, right. thank you. Thanks, Sylvia. Appreciate Bye. it. Bye bye. Happy Easter. Bye bye. All right, let's go to Duncan. Good morning, Duncan. Oh hi, how are you? Good, good. How can I help you? Um, I have a Christmas cactus. Yeah, it's in a really it's a really big plant right now. How do I divide it? Um, are you getting multiple st- out of the bottom? Are you seeing more than one stem? Does it look like it sort of sent out new babies from underneath? Well, I have two big branches or okay. two big stalks. They're really easy to propagate too. So what you can do is, um, if how many segments on the leaf do you have, like on the stem? Uh, I mean, at least a dozen. Yeah. So what you can do is each one of those segments, you can start new ones. Okay. So I would just, rather than start, I would just break off maybe half of one, like, you know, break off six. Okay. If they're, if they're 12 long or five long or whatever, break off half. And then you can just break them in the segments and you can stick each of those into a, a little bit of rooting hormone and okay. then into the soil. Okay. And they actually root really quite easily. And then you can just add those all into one bigger pot. Okay. Because separating them is good. Only they don't really, you'll, you'll, you need to get three or four or like, like you'll, you'll know when it needs to get separated. But typically um, the best way to propagate those is just by doing those cuttings. And they're, now, do they not outgrow the pot? Oh, they do. So then they'll just need transplanting at that time. Okay. Yeah. So can I ask another question? Of course. Um, I have an avocado seed. Mm-hmm. It came from the Dominican Republic. Oh, nice. Uh, and it's in a pot maybe about eight inches across. Yep. And it's a long stem and then has um, flower or not flowers, but leaves in the top. Yep. So um, what kind of, when I transplant it, um, how do I do that? Just take the dirt out and put it in a bigger pot? Yeah, so what you'll do is it'll it'll have roots in there. So basically you put your hand over top of the top of the pot mm-hmm. and turn it upside down and just squeeze the pot a little bit or tap it so it'll pop out of the pot. Okay. And then you put it down into the into your new soil. Like get a pot that's at least two inches bigger. And then okay. you can transplant, put a little bit of soil down in first, about a third of the way up, put the pot in, and plant it at the same level as as okay. what it's in that one. Just it'll have more room to grow on the outside. So the the seed actually isn't showing right now. Okay. It, so should I cover it up? No, it should just be covered up. It should just be able to show still a little bit. Okay. Yep. All right. So where can I find a big pot? <laughs> well, you can. Uh, we're we are delivering online. You can go to our online okay. store, okay. www.siugc.ca, and if you go to the growing section, we have soils, grower pots. Um, we're working on getting our decorative pots up, um, but we want to concentrate on all the essentials of all the gardening stuff first okay. before we get to the decor and all that other fun stuff. But um, yeah, you can go online and we do free delivery in the Calgary area within sort of, I've did a couple of the Strathmore. We've 
gone. I can't go too far out of there. We're sort of in that 50 kilometer from our store radius. No, I'm not that far. Yeah. But we're free deliveries on any orders over 20 bucks. So, or okay. curbside so delivery. What's your website again? www.siugc.ca. Just an acronym for Spruce It Up Garden Center. Okay. Got it. Thank you. All right. Have Thank you day. so much. Bye-bye. Enjoy. Happy Easter. Yeah. Same to you. Thank you. All right. We're going to take a break. You're listening to Let's Talk Gardening on 770 CHQR. Let's Talk Gardening is brought to you by Prune It Up, Calgary's trusted ISA certified tree care company. Spruce it up, green it up, prune it up. We got you covered. And uh, and they're working in physical distancing when they're out there up in your trees. So uh, you can give them a shout and get that all looked after. And because uh, it is important right now at this time of year to, uh, to, if you have any dead, damaged, disease branching on your trees, it's uh, it's a good time to to get rid of that and get them cleaned up so they can concentrate, get all that energy into new growth, and then you're uh, good to go. And all that other fun stuff on your trees. Let's go to the phone lines, and we're going to go to Mary down in High River. Good morning, Mary. (laughs) Good morning, good morning. Did you see the Easter Bunny today? I'm up and down like the toilet seat. Nice. Yeah, I'm just fine. Nice. <laughs> Happy Easter. Happy Easter snow. to you as well. <laughs> anyway, I thought you'd need that little song. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> that was an old, old expression that I had an old lady friend. Yeah. She used to say, I'd say, how are you today? Well, I'm just up and down like the toilet seat. Yeah. But Nobody uh, cares. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, anyway. but you have to stay positive and, and well, some humor is always good. Absolutely. Uh, the Absolutely. four walls are starting to get to me. Anyway, the lipstick plant yes. is growing. And I have six in an eight-inch pot. How big does this thing get? Well, they can get quite big. Okay, so I need a transplant. Yeah, they can. Like I, I know, mine's good, about uh, two feet wide. You. Yeah, mine's about two feet wide. Like, it, and I have it in about an eighteen-inch pot. Eight, so, eighteen inch. Yeah. Okay, and two feet wide. Yeah, and then uh, is it a hanging plant? Yes, does it hang down. Yes, it, it'll droop over. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, They're, yeah. These are starting to droopy down. They're, yeah, because you got yours in. Yours were four inch pots. Yeah, well, I no, I got them in eight oh, okay. inch, and they're about uh, six inches long now. Oh, nice. Yeah, so I just transplanted in a bigger pot. Yeah, and it'll spread and out, and then it'll mm. hang down. Yep, it'll it and yeah, then it'll drape you over get the pot. Little red lipstick things on it. Yep. Yep. And that comes from the very end? Yeah, right on the end. But halfway out and on the ends you'll oh, get. Oh, okay. Well, I'll just tell her to grow. Absolutely. Just feed it with a good day. You too, Marion. Yeah, Happy Easter to you. I hope it's a better, better year. It's going to be. No, it, it's going to, this yeah, too will no, pass. we're all going to get over this and. Yep. Everybody's going to be out in their garden. I went down to mine yesterday. She was laying in water. Yeah, and right now, and we'll talk about that too a bit. It's it's still a great it's time. Too just early. Pr- procrastinate. Yeah, don't go out. Don't start no. digging up the fo- the cover of your plants. No, and no, no, it's too early. Yep. 
That's Mother we, Nature. We could another six feet of snow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really positive, you know. Absolutely. It's good I for the trees. too long. <laughs> Goodbye. All right. Bye, Mary. Yeah, take care. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. And I got time for one more. We're going to go to Nettie. Good morning, Nettie. Good morning, Merle. How Happy Easter. Happy Easter to you as well. How can I help you? Good. Um, as I started a pretty big project, I decided to put a greenhouse in my dining room. Oh, okay. And, <laughs> and I did try to read up and do everything you're supposed to, like south window. Yep. I got a tinfoil backdrop to get, you know, to reflect, and I even got the fan going. So if, um, if you were doing this three or four years ago, they would have called the cops on you. You yeah, were going to cannabis. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, exactly. Uh, kind of all the same principles. Um, Absolutely. So April 1st, I decided, you know, I'm going to do the flower theme. Yep. Um, and I, I decided to use Cosmos, all different sizes, colors, yep. right variety. Yeah. And so I was quite shocked. I was so worried about getting stuff to actually sprout. Um, well... So I planted them April 1st, and two days later, my cosmos are up, and two more days are three inches tall. Yes. So so really difficult. Now, the odd one is getting the third leaf, um, but I tried to repot even a few. Um, I'm using the uh, six. Uh, I got about 36 pods in a tr- in a flat, right? So they're pretty good size, yep. pot, you know. So and I put about three in one just in case they die. Now, I did try to repot repot the ones just a few but it, it they're too skinny they're very fragile so then i said okay i ripped some out so when you do that Nettie, just let the yeah. soil dry out now and get them you want to start cooling them off too because they're, they're everything's getting too warm they're stretching on you so you want to get more air in there cool them off you still want the brighter light but they just they need to cool down like they just a take lot them of those out of the window take them right out of that south window yeah don't or just bring them back where they're still getting good light, but not any direct heat or anything like that. You just gotta you gotta slow them down because they're they need to climatize. Otherwise, they'll just get long and leggy on you. And before you transplant, let them dry out because too many too often people try to transplant if it's real if your soil's pretty wet and it's a lot okay. harder. If you let it dry right out, um, and then it's the the roots come apart easier so you just use a a guy like using just even like a butter knife or a or a little uh putty putty knife or something like that you just break them apart that way and then you can it just uh it works really really so nice when would i like i was thinking once you get that third leaf you know a, a, yep. I guess, then you then can i do it and then start fertilizing Yes, yeah, so most time you don't really need a whole lot of fertilizer. Um, you can use the Evolve seedling starter. It helps build the tissue walls up on that and helps any damping off, especially if they got long and leggy on you. That's something you might want to do. Or 15, 30, 15, the one for flowers, right. you can start that. that. Okay. And, and that's a great transplant fertilizer. Like, Or if you have the 10, 50, 210 is great as well with the high middle number. Um, mm-hmm. But the 15, 30, 15 has a high middle number. It works great for transplanting as well. So... That, and why would I transplant them? Um, like if I've got them in the larger pods, right? It, what am I going to accomplish by? They'll thicken up for you, like they just because if you if you don't transplant them, if they're if you already have them in the large one, but if they're just long and leggy on you, or you can yeah. pinch them back. You can. Yep. Well, then your leaf disappears, right? Yeah, just you just take the top one off. Okay, wait for one more set, and then you can just take it off the top. 
Oh, and that's... Okay. Now, if I had planned to deeper, I'm, would that help? Nettie, I'm just going to put you on hold. I just got to take a break for the news no here. Problem. No problem. Okay. All right. We're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Let's Talk Gardening on 770 CHQR. Welcome back to Let's Talk Gardening. I'm Merle Coombs. I was just uh, <laughs> listening to that song. I don't really know what the song was, but uh, it was good. We have a theme going today. Wondering if uh, anybody can guess what uh, what the theme is. It has nothing to do with Easter, if you're thinking Easter, and it has nothing to do with isolation. It's just uh, it's something else. Anyways, let's go to the phone lines, and we're going to go back to Nettie. And uh, she had a couple more questions. Good morning, Nettie. Welcome back. Oh, good morning again. Um, but just one more question. I yep. wanted to know if I planted these seeds a little bit deeper, like a three-quarter inch, would that have helped? Because I was no. quite shocked that they... They came so quick. Yeah, no, some seeds like marigolds, cosmos, radish, there's lots of seeds that just have a very quick germination. And those mm-hmm. are great um, for, obviously, for building confidence in gardening as well because it gets you going right. right away. But it also, if you do too much or too early, they end up getting away on you and they get stretched. And But you're, you're still in good shape because typically, but we still remember, we can't put stuff outside till the end of May. Right. Like typically, right? We can maybe yeah. the last week in May, depending. But um, really, for the most part, we, we can still get some pretty frosty. I wouldn't put a whole lot of stuff outside. Besides petunias, pansies, things like that are fairly hardy. Snapdragons can go outside mid-May. But even Cosmos, I, I'd be a little careful on those. They're, they're okay. hardy, but no. again, yeah. I would be a little bit careful. But like I said, if you stuck to pansies... Um, petunias, snapdragon, things like that, they can go out pretty early. Like they can go out mid-May before everything else. And they actually like it because they get that nice crisp leaves. They get climatized, and uh, they do quite well. But we got to be careful on our begonias, cosmos, um, fuchsias, a lot of these things. We're, we're still in Calgary. And like I said, it's minus whatever it is right now. It's minus seven out. It's, it's still cold. So it's uh, yeah. where it, it's it's hard when we see all the stuff on on the internet. Everyone else is gardening a lot of other areas in Canada, and we're uh, we're still frozen solid. So yeah, well, very good. Well, thank you. All right, yeah. So just okay. follow what it says for the depth on the seeds. But it's really important, and for everybody listening, is when you see them sprout out, that's when you pull them out of the heat, like pull the cover off, let them slow down, let them just just grow a bit, and then and then you've got to start cooling off. If you're using underneath heat, pull that away, so that way it's not going uh, crazy on you. Yeah, All right. What really shocked me was the fan. Oh, yeah, I know. They love the airflow, right? Yeah, like they were falling over, and I turned the fan on, and it's like, oh, my goodness, it works. <laughs> yeah, it makes them stronger, right? Like, yeah, is it just so that wind? No, yeah, and that's really a trick impressed. that was uh, brought in. A lot of the cannabis guys brought that. So, Oh, there you go. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, Ben. All right, thanks, Nettie. Happy Easter. Okay. Bye-bye. Happy Easter. Bye-bye. All right, and we're going to go up to Joyce. Good morning, Joyce. Good morning. How are you? Happy Easter. Happy Easter to you as well. That's what I phoned for, was to wish you happy Easter and stay well. You as well, and uh, let's uh, let's all get through this together. I hope so, eh? We will. We will. 
All right. We're watching the robins strip the mountain ash. Yeah, I hear that. I hear you. I hear the birds in the background. Yeah, there's robins and wow, hundreds of starlings. Oh, nice. Yeah, so you have a good day. You too, Joyce. Thanks okay. for calling. I appreciate right. it. Yeah, bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, and I got a bit more time. I'm going to go to Brian. Good morning, Brian. Morning, how are you? Good, good. How can I help you today? Uh, well, I just wanted to continue that last conversation in relation to lamps and yep. heat mats on plants. So for the starting bit, I had some, like, peppers and whatever I tried with a heat mat because last year most of them didn't grow all that well inside. Yep. Um, and I've got a few LED like basic 19 watt lights so there's not a lot of heat coming off them but obviously they will grow towards them should i reduce the amount of light or are they okay in that environment for the next three weeks or so yeah they're okay with the light just just raise it up a bit and the main okay. thing is you did they need to start cooling off if we keep it in that 25 degrees like celsius like in the tent and covered up it just, they yeah. end up getting long and leggy. So a lot of the stuff they just need to cool off and, uh, and just slow down because otherwise they get a little bit out of hand. Peppers, and they like a lot of airflow. So, okay, so just open up the tent yeah, uh, flap. Yep. Yeah. And a little fan, like Nettie was saying, those are yep. great for plants. Plants love the airflow and it helps keep them strong too. It forces them to, to, to strengthen up and hold themselves up. So awesome. So if any of these flowers and whatnot, uh, grow well enough. I'm in the middle of looking at demolishing some of the front yard. Yep. Uh, I've got grass there now because it was the easy choice, but I'm looking at putting in a, a planter, like a raised planter okay. um, that's kind of connected to the ground, so open yep. bottom. Um, haven't built one of these before, but I'm super bored with COVID-19, so yep. looking up all these plans, and I'm just trying to figure out what would be the best soil um, to fill into that. I'm Depends. assuming I'm not going to put my um, topsoil underneath my grass into yeah. that. What are you, you going to grow mainly? What do you think you're um, going to grow in the planters? flowers and plants and edibles that are between four to six hours of morning sunlight. Okay. You know what? I'm going to even help you out with that. I'm going to give you a big yellow bag. We have oh, the, wow. We have the, we <laughs> have the guys coming in, and this is a perfect one for flowers, things like that. Um, the big yellow bag is, uh, it has a great soil and there's a few different choices you can have in there. So, oh, uh, we need to give one away every day. So you're the lucky winner today. Oh, wow. I so, was going to say, you helped me just by talking to me. Yeah, <laughs> no, and but I'm going to help you out and, uh, and Nathan's going to be joining us here just after 10 o'clock and right. uh, we're going to talk about the big yellow bag and, but, um, you, you have the perfect, um, situation where we can help you. And so we're going to give you a big yellow bag and uh, and that's from our good friends at Eagle Lake Landscape oh, Supply. Amazing. All right, yeah, so I'm going to put perfect. you. You're very welcome. And just yeah, just leave your soil in there, and you can put this right over top, and and then just amend it um, every year. Like you can use some compost, things like that. But it's okay. a great starter for growing flowers and everything outside. Okay, yeah, because I noticed online they had like the uh, a variety. of 
Yeah, uh, they're bringing out garden-specific ones or plant-specific ones. Absolutely, because it's overwhelming. It, so it it is because what it is is there's certain variety. Like when I'm growing veggies and things like that in smaller areas, I I really like using the the bag potting soil, like our spruce up all-purpose mix, or there's an organic black gold that we sell. Those is it, that it, the it, number four bag? I got one of those last year. Yeah, it's very similar to that. It's okay. uh, this is just a it's a little bit of a smaller bag, and they call it an organic oh, okay. one. So, oh, okay. but most of it is pretty organic so right. all right awesome thanks a lot okay, i'm just gonna be on hold and brian's gonna take your name and number and get you that big yellow bag delivered right to your house from our good friends at eagle lake landscape Great. supply all right thanks a lot you're very happy welcome easter. happy easter to you as well all right and i'm gonna take a quick break you're listening to let's talk gardening on 770 chqr Welcome back to Let's Talk Gardening. I'm Merle Kozat. <laughs> I had to think about uh, what to say there for a second. Um, again, another great uh, tune by Brian, our producer. And I'm going to go to the phone lines and we're going to chat with Gordon. Good morning, Gordon. Good morning, Merle. And how are you doing this I'm doing good. Wonderful day. Yeah, no, we had a blizzard come through. I live in the south end of town. We had a blizzard go through this morning and then a bit of sunshine. And then coming here, um, driving through the city, I hit about three different uh, things of weather. So it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, talk about uh, changing weather. Wait 15 minutes. No, um, the reason why I'm calling is I have two bags of soil. Uh, one is, they're both nine basically nine liter bags one is a cactus palm and succulent potting mix yep. i have about a third of that left and the other one is a, a, a seed starting uh mix yep now i'm just wondering um if i can mix the two because i have to repot uh i'm just looking at one of my uh uh, um, uh, things of succulents and it looks like it's more or less bought the biscuit and I might have to get some new um, new succulents now I'm just wondering uh, is that okay for absolutely yeah no actually and it'll like it because it's very porous it's almost like sand because the seedling starter and that and the cactus very similar soil um, so you can definitely use that to transplant your your succulents and, re, and, re, and, re, and do some repotting. Okay. Absolutely, yeah. No, that's a great mix. Um, and we've and we've tried at Spruce not to carry like because there's a soil for African violet for pansies. Like honestly, they're very similar, right? Like because you don't need. Exact. So we do have a succulent cactus one. We have a seedling starter. Then we have a lot. We have a more of an all-purpose, um, just so we don't inundate people and also our supply. Like they're so similar. Like our all-purpose. I use it for everything. Like I use it for seeding. I use it for transplanting. I use it for tropical plants. Like it's a great all-purpose soil. And uh, but some people really like using the seedling starter, and it works great. Um, it ha it's a lot more porous. It has more perlite and things like yeah. that. So it, it, it's, there's definitely different soils, but you don't need one different for every single plant. So it's just sort of sticking the in the thing. So if you think seedlings and succulents, those are slower roots, not big root systems. Those will work great. So. All righty. Well, anyway. Hope that answered your question. And yep. 
in a big garbly goop. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, enjoy the rest of today with the beautiful weather. You as well. It's sunny out here right now in Acadia, but anyway, enjoy. You as well. All Take right. care, Gordon. All right. Thank Bye. you. Bye-bye. All right. And a nice thing about... Uh, Calgary is that we do get different weather from all over parts of uh, of the city. <laughs> no matter where you go, you can experience five different areas. And Dwight just sent a text and he said, where did Merle put the plant I gave him? Actually, I have it right on the counter, right above the gnomes. And you know which gnomes I'm talking about, Dwight. So it's right there. <laughs> all right. I'm going to go to the phone line and we're going to chat with Myrna. Good morning, Myrna. Morning, Merle. Happy Easter. Happy Easter. I heard you were you were at Spruce yesterday. What did your curbside pickup? Was that you? Yes, I did. Nice. And, uh, there's a guy there that's a little bit similar to how you look like. I thought it was you at first, and then I look again, and it's not you. Nope, that's Brad. Oh. Bird, Birdman Brad. Oh, okay. Him and I grew up together since we were five years old. So I don't know maybe hanging out too long together. I don't know. <laughs> and it made you almost similar to uh, look alike. <laughs> I, I guess so. Yeah, he gets that a lot. Are you Merle at the store? So, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I'm happy with my um, hydrangea. Nice. That I got from there for Easter. Very nice. But it doesn't have an instruction. And how am I going to water this? Oh, you water that, and they they do take a fair bit of water. They'll dry out fairly quickly if, if you have them in a fairly bright spot. Um, I would just take it in the sink, put fill it up two or three times because it'll it's very root bound. So just let the water flow at the bottom, and then just stick it back in the in if you have it still in the in the plastic cover, and and you probably need to water it every two to three days. Okay. And that's it. Just let it dry out a little bit in between waterings. If it wilts a little bit, that's fine. You can just start seeing the bloom just sort of turn in a bit. That's totally fine. That's a good indicator that it's time to water it. Okay, thank you. You're very welcome. But I'm what I'm phoning for today, though, is about I'm trying to experiment vegetables inside the house, see if I could harvest. You know, if this COVID thing is going to run for longer, at least I have some bok choy to harvest. Absolutely. So I'm I am uh, experimenting now. How many days will this will this bok choy until you get it to you know those little uh, yeah. miniature ones that you buy in the store? How many days for that? And, and those you'll be four to six weeks, so not that long. Oh, okay, but I haven't transferred them into like I I only put them into little uh, things to grow the seeds. Like they yeah. are now an inch tall now. Yeah. So, so I'll transfer them? Yep, transplant them. And again, they don't like to be really warm. Don't keep it in a real hot spot because then they, they'll they'll get the bolt out on you. They'll, a lot of the lettuce, spinach, bok choys, they like to grow a little bit cooler. So even on these this week when it's going to warm up, put them outside if you can and uh, and just let them get that fresh air. But just watch that they're not in that cool wind or anything because sometimes our, our wind is deceiving. You can get that cool, it's almost like ice wind, I call it. It feels warm up, but the wind comes across you and you can just feel the coldness. So just be careful. But they love being a little bit cooler. So. Oh, okay. So they, so you harvest them for that short of time? Yep. Yeah, on those because you don't want the big, you don't want it to get real big. You're looking for oh. that nice little supple baby bok choys. Perfect. Oh, that's good. Yeah. And now I I won't start with the COVID thing then. No, nope, you're not okay. going to start, Myrna. You're good. You're self-sufficient. <laughs> <laughs> so try radishes, any of the lettuces. Those are good, easy-to-grow things that 
um, will grow quite quickly, and uh, and then the, they'll do well inside. I also have the light to, 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 to do it. Like if I'm doing it in the corner of the, of the table, growing. Yep. So the light will be okay with them too. Yep. Just this as it grows, keep it up a bit higher. You don't want to get too much on it. Like right now, it's a foot. Okay, that's good. But just watch the temperature. Just make sure it's not giving too much heat on it, like I said, because you just don't want it to bolt on you. Okay. All right. That's great. Thank you so much for the information, Merle. Thanks, Myrna, and happy Easter. You too. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. I got to take a break. You're listening to Let's Talk Gardening on 770 CHQR. Welcome back to Let's Talk Gardening. Emerald Coombs and Joanna Chudy is on the text line back in Midnapore at her home, tucked away with her laptop and her seedlings, texting away. So any of those texts are getting answered by Joanna back at the homestead. All right. Getting lots of questions, quite a few on fungus gnats at this time of year too. And we tend to get when at this time of year, lots of fungus gnats. Um, it's still lack of air, too much water is typically what the cause of it is. So really what you got to do is start drying out your plants. You can use pure spray green. You can spray the soil with it. Um, but the biggest thing too is just cultivate, like use a pen or a fork or something like that and just cultivate the top of your soil, break it apart so it can breathe, like clump it up like you would outside in the garden, but just in a smaller fashion. So think of it as your fork as your pitchfork that you would uh, turn over your soil outside in your pot, same thing, just cultivate the top, let it dry out in between waterings. And that's with all your plants, seedlings, whether you're growing house plants, petunias, geraniums, um, and I learned that as an, in an early age when I was a grower, um, I took over from a, a, one of the guys and man, they, they used to water way, way too much. And we used to throw away a lot, way too many geraniums. And we got it to the point where we were barely throwing away any, just spot watering water when they're dry. You can't just water it because it's Tuesday or Sunday watering. You have to let your plants dry out in between waterings. And that goes for all plants. Like there's none that like to stay wet. So if some, one of them say moist soil, they don't want to stay moist all the time. Like a little bit on the, they can be not dry out as for as long a period, but most plants can sustain dry out in between waterings, water them thoroughly right through the bottom and then let them dry out again, and then you're going to have way better success. We we get bored, too. We sometimes kill them with kindness, so we want to uh, not do that quite as much. I'm going to go to Jordan quickly before the break. Good morning, Jordan. Hi, Merle. Happy Easter. Happy Easter to you as well. How can I help you? Hey, I have a Norfolk pine that yep. it looks like it's uh, outgrowing its pot, so I'm looking to put it to a bigger pot, so I just need some help on that. Okay. Um, they'd like a taller, narrower pot. And uh, so depending on what size is, I w- and with those, because you don't want to be doing it all the time. So, And they get quite top-heavy. I would go something that is a little larger to just... How big a pot is it in right now? Uh, it's maybe, I don't know, 12, 14 inches wide. Yeah, so I'd go right up into a 24-inch pot or something like that, some good size pot. And then that yeah. way, because they... So, the next stage of your Norfolk, it's gonna, they get top-heavy and it'll just tip over. So if you're going that big, you can go something that's a little bit wider as well and then taller, like sort of 23 wide by 24 high, something like that. 
and okay. uh, and just use a good all-purpose soil. Like our spruce it up mix is great for that, and uh, and that's really about it. They're fairly easy. When you pop it out of the pot, you can just break the the soil crust off the top. Just give the roots a little bit of rub. Put it into the, keep it at the same level it's at now, and uh, and you should be good to go. Just make sure you pack it in nicely. And you can fertilize with uh, 10, 52, 10 on that. And then they really like the 30, 10, 10. They like the evergreen okay. fertilizer, high acidic. Sure. And and to your previous comment about the the moisture in the soil, do I do I keep it fairly moist? No, dry out no? in between water. Same thing. Like once you transplant into that new pot, you're going to be watering every two weeks at the most. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Too many people like water just because of what Sunday I wake up, I water all my plants. Uh, we it's the best thing to do is let them all dry out a little bit in between waterings. And so some you might, the violets might be on Tuesday, the Norfolk might be on Thursday. Like it's, yeah, yeah. you can't just keep them like they're not robots and they're all living things. So it's just the best to always just let everything dry out in between waterings and, uh, and then you'll have good success. But keep track, like on a big pot like that, like I said, once you water it thoroughly, um, it, it'll be a little harder, and you don't need you won't be able to flush it right through every time because it's a, it's going to be a pain to pick it up and get it into somewhere where it can drain out. So you're sure. gonna you're gonna water it like that. Just put a good pitcher of water through it, and uh, what sort of once a week, and then or I mean once every two weeks, and then you're good. But then once a month or every couple months, give it a good flushing. Awesome. Okay. All right. Thank, Thank you. you, sir. Thanks, Jordan. Okay, bye-bye. All right. Sorry about that. I went a little bit long. We got to take a break for the news. You're listening to Let's Talk Gardening on 770 CHQR. Who's that riding? Welcome back to Let's Talk Gardening. Has anybody got the theme yet? Anyways, we're going to get the theme of some gardening down in the soil. We're going to go to Nathan. He's calling us from Eagle Lake Landscape Supply. Good morning, Nathan. Hey, morning, Merle. How you doing? Good, good. And uh, you're the you're the guys that bring us those big yellow bags popping up all over. That's right. Yeah, I'm I'm uh, I'm not alone in in uh, looking forward to the spring here and getting out in the garden and. Uh, I'm sure the sun will be shining. It'll be warmer as the week goes on here, and we'll be seeing a lot of bags going out through through the city. We're seeing a lot of interest and demand this year. People wanting to uh, get out and garden and grow their own food, and and uh, lots of people looking for a new hobby during this COVID nineteen. Uh, oh, absolutely! It's been great. Like, it, it's good though. You know, I think a lot of good things are going to come from this. There's obviously some very bad things as well, but a lot of good things. Like, we're learning how to function without run into the store every two seconds to buy whatever you need right and we're we're, we're learning to to be a little bit more self-sustainable and and maybe learn to grow some plants and grow some things at home so yeah exactly so uh and i like to always i always mention it on the show at this time here that i i call you guys like the tulips of calgary because you pop up before the tulips we see you guys all over you get the big yellow bags going all over and uh so what, what and I know you've added some different products into the bags this year. Is that correct? From what I hear, uh, well, we we do put all sorts of bulk landscaping products in it. But similar to what you said earlier about the soils at your store, um, you know, we keep it pretty basic because um, you know most people just want to grow certain types of vegetables and flowers, and so we have a few um, choice mixes, and um, we don't want to overwhelm people with choice. You could 
go on forever with the variety of mixes, but we've got a, a couple of varieties that are great for vegetable gardening, another variety that's great for uh, improving your soil, which is our most popular one, the Alberta Gold. Yeah, um, no, and I had that gentleman on earlier. We gave him a bag, and it worked out perfect. He was bu- building a raised bed, things like that. He was going to grow flowers in it, so there's the perfect one for the for the big yellow bag right there. Exactly, yeah. So um, how many bags do you guys send out a year? It, it varies from 6,000 to 12,000, depending on the gardening season. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, over the years, it, it ebbs and flows, and depends on the weather in the springtime, and, and uh, I'm sure it's similar to your garden center. If it's a great spring, yep. people are out there early, and they, they buy stuff early. So Yep. No, but this year, everybody's staying inside a little bit longer, which is which is good, but this gives us time to do some planning and uh, and uh, a little online shopping. You can order your bags online at, uh, at the Eagle Lake Landscape Supply, I'm assuming? Yeah, and uh, simply just go to BigYellowBag.com. We are... Um, social distancing, so our call center is a little limited. So we are asking people if they can order online. It's much appreciated because we're receiving a higher than normal uh, demand for the bags this year. Yeah, that's same for for us. It's it's hard, and 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 you guys have made the online very easy, and we're all trying to do that to to keep it fairly simple and uh, get what you need and, and click. For- for sure, and the thing is, if, if people aren't comfortable ordering online, we're always available. We've got a team of people that are really passionate about gardening, and if people are just new and have questions about what the best product is or the best way to go about starting a garden, we're always happy to, to uh, chat with them about that. No, and you guys have, you have a great website, and uh, your Facebook posts are always good. Lots of information on those as well, so um, trying to share the wealth of all that knowledge. Yeah, for sure. Um, something else I want to share we're doing this year uh, given the the times we're dealing with and the people that are going to be in need this year, we over the last couple of years we were fortunate enough to meet some guys who uh, do a garden called the Power Garden. They're retired Alta Link employees, and they donate all the food uh, that they produce to the food bank. And we decided to team up with them with some un- underutilized space at our farm, and we're going to put a uh, area into production to uh, donate uh, you know potatoes and beets and carrots and that sort of thing to the Calgary Food Bank. Awesome. Well, good job on you guys. Yeah. yeah. You have some spots, then somebody's willing to do it. Yeah, exactly. It, it, no, that's that's very good. And and you guys have a new product, too. You have the raised beds that you guys are selling? That's right, Merle, yeah. And we will, actually, I know you give away a bag, and you already gave one away, but we'd also like to offer um, a bag and a raised garden bed. A lot of people this year, as we talked, are, are talking about starting a vegetable garden, and we decided to make it really easy for them. Um simply uh, a cedar planter box, solid cedar, with uh, enough soil to fill the bag. It's a four-by-eight planter bed, so we'll give one of those away today, too. All right, well, thanks. I'll just take that home myself, so thank you. Well, I'm sure we can help you out, Merle, but this is one of your listeners. So so you want me to like me to do that again today here? Yeah, for sure. Go ahead and and give that away to somebody who's keen about starting a vegetable garden. That would be fantastic. Awesome. Well, we'll definitely do that. And uh, I know we we did a delivery. Actually, I ended up having I did the delivery to one of the guys from Eagle Lake from uh, for to Brian's place. Yeah, Brian said he uh, he ordered up uh, some potatoes. He's Irish, of course, so he had yeah. to get those. And um, 
and and some seeds and i think it was at his place within two hours and yours truly merle coombs was the the delivery man so. yeah no i see him he was hey and i didn't recognize him at first and uh, hey brian how are you so it was kind of it was kind of funny i delivered rank give him a text hey your your delivery from spruce it up has arrived and uh it was nice he put it on social media for us so yeah no we're out we're all chipping in wherever we can too right uh, you know it's an interesting time with everything that's going on and and trying to keep our distance from each other uh for those that are working we all end up doing a few different jobs than we've been used to over the years and it's 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 kind of a nice experience to get out and meet meet customers like well, that, I'm and, sure. And you guys are same thing. You're looking at what do you do to adjust your business during these times, right? You're a local business. Okay, we're going to do some raised beds. We're trying to give back. You're, and and you, you can't just stick your head in the sand and, and, and hope that the government's going to help us all out, right? We, you have to dig in and figure out what can do for you. Obviously, there's some people that have to stay home and things like that. But there's some businesses where we got to... You know, you got to think through things. Times are tough, and it, and it, it's and we're an entrepreneurial, spiritual province, and uh, and some things will we will come overcome this by with those type of people and you guys thinking outside the box a bit. Yeah, you know what? Uh, we're fortunate to be able to uh, be involved with something that's kind of positive in these times. Growing a garden and getting people outdoors, and and. Um, uh, we are fortunate to be able to continue to work and, and do it safely. Um, so I'm thankful for that. And like you say, we're just looking for ways to keep supporting the businesses that we, we work closely with, like yourself and, and others around the horticultural industry Absolutely. in the area. And, um, and keep people employed and, and do it safely. So Absolutely. And you're in the right spot. You start with the plants right in the soil, right where, where it means the most. Get the soil healthy, and then you reap all the benefits up above. So. Yeah, well, let's hope uh, next Sunday morning I'm out in my garden and it's warm. And <laughs> it's supposed to be plus 17 on Friday or something, so let's hope so. I can't wait. I'm sure I'm not alone. Absolutely. Yeah. But uh, let's all stay in our fenced area and then we're good to go. <laughs> exactly, yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much, Nathan, for calling in. And again, Nathan's from Eagle Lake Landscape Supply and Big Yellow Bag. Thanks, Merle. All right. Have a great day, okay? Yeah, you too. Stay safe, Bye. bud. Bye-bye. All right. And... Where are we at for time? We got a little bit of time. I'm going to go to the phone lines and I'm going to chat with Justin. Good morning, Justin. Good morning, Merle. How can I help you? I got a question about strawberries. Uh, The last two years, our strawberry patch hasn't produced any berries. Okay. Um, I'm just looking for some input. Lots of, is it getting lots of sun? Yep. Yeah. It sits, so in our backyard, it sits on the west side of our. Are you are you right property. in the ground or are you in right a, in the ground? Yeah. Okay. Um, would you be willing to take that uh, gift from the good boys down at Eagle Lake Landscape Site? Because again, this is a perfect opportunity to strawberries like to be in a raised planter, so we could raise that up. They have a cedar structure that goes around it, and we'll fill it up with the big yellow bag soil for you. Oh, I'll let somebody in Calgary take it. We, I live out in Didsbury. Oh, okay. It's a little, okay. A tough to get that's at very it. I can build my own if I needed to. Okay, that's very generous of you. But yeah, raise it up. It does like that because um, they, they like a little bit warmer heat, like warmer ground and good drainage. So a lot yep. of strawberries and that, you'll see them mounded up. Like yep. So you can also do that. So you can build a berm through your beds and, and then plant them on the berm. Okay. That same similar technology sort of thing. Okay. And just good fertile soil um, and water thoroughly. Like they they use a fair bit of water when they get going and just well-drained soil. They don't like the heavy muck. Okay. Yeah, we had them have 
previous to the last two years, we never had a problem getting okay. strawberries. It's just been the last two it years. It could be depleted of soil, then, too. Or, with all that moisture, I'm wondering. Yeah, and could be a depletion of nutrients in there. So, okay. and the high middle number. So, same thing with the flowering, like 15, yep. 30, 15 is a great one. You can even mix our lawn fertilizer right in there, that 16, 32, 6. It's a great all-purpose fertilizer for that. Okay. Um, but, yeah, just get the high middle number, and that should really help with your strawberry production. Okay. What about even just lifting that that patch up? Yeah, absolutely. So and put because I'm bringing in a bunch of dirt. Um, I got a local at old. Yeah, getting some dirt. So then maybe I'll do that. Lift it up and replant them all. Okay. You're gonna get soil, not dirt, but just so you know. Or, no, yeah. just <laughs> I always tell my young guys at the store they're sweeping the dirt or go grab a bag of dirt. I said, hey, you, you, you plant with soil. We don't plant. You sweep up the dirt. So, yeah. <laughs> but yes, just mound up. And strawberries are really easy to transplant. So first thing in the spring, you can dig them up and just sort of set them off to the side. Like just stick yep. a fork underneath, break them apart a bit, and sh- give them a little bit of shake. Um, put your new soil in and, uh, and sort of create that berm and then plant them all on top of that berm. And then you can even use those um, those hoses that sweat, you know, the, the leaky yep. hose. Those work great for this. Okay. All right. Okay, sounds good. Thank you Thanks, very much. Justin. Bye-bye. All right. I got to take a quick break. You're listening to Let's Talk Gardening on 770 CHQR. Welcome back to Let's Talk Gardening, and Let's Talk Gardening is brought to you by Prune It Up, Calgary's trusted ISA certified tree care company. Spruce it up, green it up, prune it up. We got you covered. And I'm going to go to the phone lines. Marilyn's been waiting very, very patiently. And uh, good morning, Marilyn. Hi. <laughs> How can I help you? Uh, we got an interesting uh, idea here. We thought we'd try planting potatoes in an old washing machine bin. Yeah. Our old washing machine drum. Yeah. And so they're full of holes. Yeah. So it's <laughs> so, good for drainage. So would we put um, landscape fabric around the inside so that it doesn't come out, you know, so we don't wash the soil out? Um, You probably don't need to because I don't know if the holes are that big where the soil is going to come out of them. It might go out a little bit. You could put a, put a layer of fabric, but I, I don't think I would bother. Okay. I think most of the holes, like once you put your soil in there, um, and you can just use like the organic potting soil, fill it up, go about a third okay. of the way up, put your yeah. plants in there, and then as yeah. it grows, keep filling the soil up. Yeah. And uh, and go there, put it in a nice sunny spot. And the biggest challenge you're going to have is is making sure it stays watered all the way through to the bottom. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so somebody will stick a pipe down the middle. Like with drill holes and a whole bunch of in a in a pipe, like a plastic pipe, and yeah. drill a bunch of holes in, and you can just fill it up that way, and the water will disperse through there. Oh, okay. And um, can I use seed just from potatoes we buy at the store? Can I use not, those? For well, you seed? can, but it's not great. They're not. We a lot of people don't recommend it. Um, they're yeah. not. Um, there's lots of bacteria and different things in those. Like they're not a oh, certified okay. seed potato. So oh, okay. and it can. Spread disease amongst others, so a lot of people rec- don't uh, recommend that. The potato growers of of Alberta don't recommend. Okay. Um, okay. Stick with a certified seed potato, and then you know okay. they're nice and clean and ready to go. Okay. So, would I can I put about three in there? Would you think? Or, or uh, yeah, I would do three. Yeah, three or four. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and like I said, just fill fill your soil up about third of the way up. Plant yeah. plant the potatoes in there, yeah. and then just as it grows, just keep filling it up over up yeah. up and up until the top, and yeah. then. 
Yeah. Oh, okay. But, okay, but you got to keep me posted on how this goes, Marilyn, okay? <laughs> okay. You can so text can... pictures in and stuff, so... Uh, okay. Yeah. Sure. No, please do, because um, I'm curious. Because there's been talk about um, and layering potatoes, because some people say, mm-hmm. do you have more than one tub or just one? Actually, we do have two tubs, but I think one is a bit smaller than, okay. than the other. Because there's so some sure. theories on this, too. Some people say, like, okay. just doing it... And, and, and filling up as it goes, you don't get a whole lot yeah. more. Some people say okay. you need to layer. And there's certain varieties that are indeterminate and or determinant potatoes. Okay. And you need the ones that are the determinant, I believe. And they'll they'll send out more tubers as it grows. Other oh. ones just send tubers out the bottom. So just check on that. I can't, I'm kind of mixed. I, I'm trying to remember. I think it's determinant is what you want. Oh, okay. So kind of like those tomatoes are. Absolutely. Are, oh, okay. Yeah. And um, so let's see, did I have any, I guess that's it. I can get yeah, that. Yeah, so if you have one though, try yeah. one just yeah. with just though, do the one layer of potatoes and then yeah. the other drum you have, do it in layers. So if it, as it grows okay. halfway up, put another three seed potatoes in, three or four oh, okay. at a different okay. level and okay. then see how that goes and let me know okay. uh, which one uh, is the most successful and uh, okay. we'll go from there. And can I just use the soil for vegetables like Pro Mix or something Absolutely. like I use? Yep. Okay. Yep, that's okay. great. That the the black gold or our spruce up all purpose mix or one of those ones is okay. definitely worked great for that. Okay, and no fertilizer, right? Just water it. Yep, just water uh, it for the most part. Yeah. You can fertilize. You could give it like a fifteen thirty fifteen. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't do it right away because there's going to be a, lots of nutrients in the new soil. But yeah. you give it some fifteen thirty fifteen. It doesn't hurt because that builds up the roots and more tubers, and you okay. should be good to go. Okay, sounds good. Thanks All right. very much. So All just right. make sure you keep me posted. I'll try. All right, we'll call okay, you that, but yeah. the washing All machine. Right. <laughs> All right. Yeah, exactly. Thank yeah, you. Bye bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Awesome. Uh, and there's there's someone going to have some fun out there and try some different things. And not everything's going to work 100%, but it's worth a try. So let's go to Jane. Good morning, Jane. Good morning. Thank you, and happy Easter. Happy Easter to you as well. How can I help you? I have um, actually a couple of questions now after waiting and hearing all of you. Thanks for your show. I really appreciate it. You're very welcome. Um, I have forest tulips and daffodils. Okay. Can they um, die down out of the soil? Can I take them out of the pot and just let the greenery dry die down out of soil? Yes. And then so you can let them go dormant and just keep yeah. them in a cool, dark place, and then you could yeah. even plant them outside in the fall. Okay, okay. Uh, there's no point in planting them outside now when my snow goes away. You could, when the snow, if they're done blooming, the plants still there, you could just plant them and let them go dormant in the ground. Absolutely. Oh, that'll work too. Yep. Okay. Yep, just okay. find a spot and then they'll just die back and be in that cool, dark place in the ground and good chances are they'll be ready to go next spring. Awesome. Okay. And um, can I ask a couple more things? Sure. Uh, raspberries. I'm trying to rejuvenate my raspberry um, patch. It's just gotten old, I think, and it doesn't produce well and I've taken most of the older plants out. Okay. Any tips on how to do that? Um, yeah, you just break them apart, pull out the old ones, and away you go. Yeah, but I want to rejuvenate it. What am I going to do? Okay. On those ones, on the raspberry canes, basically what you want to do is cut out all the old canes. Yeah, I always do that, but they're so sparse now. Um, okay. Are they getting the same amount of light? 
Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. You can just take the whole thing down right to the ground, but you won't won't get much this year or you won't get anything this year. Oh, just cutting it down, not putting in new stocks or anything? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That'll just rejuvenate because then all the energy is going to all new growth. Okay. Yeah, I would oh. just cut. I would just cut out all the old wood and maybe give it. And it's probably depleted on again. I would use the fifteen thirty fifteen. That's okay. a great one for the fruit and and creating flowers and and rejuvenating. Like they just run out of. They're a heavy feeder because there's a lot of foliage, a lot of growth, and then the berries take up a lot of energy. So also okay. amending the soil around it, like some um, soil enhancement of some sort, like the sea soil things like that, mm-hmm. will definitely okay. help. All right, thank yep, you. Yep, feed the soil, and uh, and then that will definitely get it going up top. Your your hemp uh, uh, moss that you have there, your hemp yep. cubes, yep. what are you calling them? It's, just, it's hemp scents. It's in a bag. It's, yeah. uh, it's like, like a peat moss. It does hold a lot of moisture. I wouldn't use it for this. Um, but what we're finding is that it's very good for adding to soil, but it does hold a lot of moisture, so you got to be careful that stuff doesn't get too wet on you. So what about in a vegetable garden or like... Yeah, to mix it in, absolutely. Yep, to mix it in with it, um, I would do like a 10% of the hemp into other soil. You just don't want to keep it too wet. Okay. All right. Okay, are you open for business? Are you going to be opening or just curbside for as long for as... Curbside and online for now, we are looking at, because um, we've been deemed uh, essential service, we're, we're looking at possibly opening May 1st. Awesome. With awesome. physical distancing, we're just we have to do up. We have to get our store ready to to do all that with all the safety measures in place. So yes, we we want that. to we want to help this for the third April, and then once we're able to run our store outside on the full ten acres where we're totally outside, it makes yes. it a lot easier. So of course, of course, really generous gifts that um, Eva Lake is doing. Absolutely, they're yeah. awesome group. Okay, thank you. Great. Thank you so much. Bye bye. All right, we got to take a break. You're listening to Let's Talk Gardening on 770 CHQR. Cloudy and minus six in downtown Calgary. Good morning from Global News. It's 1030. I'm Ryan O'Donnell. The federal government's $73 billion wage subsidy program to help businesses and workers during the COVID-19 pandemic has received royal assent. The federal government can now pay companies 75% of the first $58,700 earned by each employee for up to 12 weeks. The Alberta government is coming to the rescue of some other provinces that are low on protective gear to guard against COVID. Premier Jason Kenney says Alberta has more than enough supplies, so it is sending them out to Ontario, Quebec and B.C. Global News Sky Tracker weather, mainly cloudy, a 60% chance of flurries, high minus 3, partly cloudy tonight for a low of minus 8, a mix of sun and cloud tomorrow and a high of 0. It's minus 6 degrees, breaking news when it happens. Our next scheduled news at 11. I'm Ryan O'Donnell. Welcome back to Let's Talk Gardening. I'm Merle Coombs. And uh, one of our listeners texted in, indeterminate potatoes are the ones that the multi-layer. So that one will grow up and is good for doing, if you're doing the potato towers or things like that for hilling. And the determinant just are one layer potatoes that grow down, hill them a bit. They don't need the hilling quite as much. They they send the 
all the potatoes down below. So thank you for that. I appreciate that. Um, I have a little bit of knowledge in my head. I don't have everything all the time. <laughs> and sometimes you try and find it and, uh, and go from there. Let's go to Ken. Good morning, Ken. How are you this morning? Good, good. How can I help you? Well, happy Easter to you and your family and staff. For yeah, time, so. thank you. And same to you. Okay, thanks. Uh, last year I planted some cucumber plants outside and I didn't have any problem with them. Yep. You know? uh, but I thought I would try them in the house this year. I got about six plants going. Okay. And all of a sudden these things just skyrocketed. They're up about six to seven inches high and they're yep. all leaning over. Now, I heard you talking to that lady about the sunflower plant. Yeah. Should I do the same to these? I just got screen around them to kind of prop them See, up. Yeah, these are different. Like, because your cucumbers either you let them grow on the ground or up. Like, they need to be trellised up, like on a pole. So mm-hmm. as they, as they grow, you keep tying them up, and then it'll it'll hang the fruit off mm-hmm. the off the trellis type thing. Yeah. So it's hard to do in a pot because they'll they'll either trail down unless you have a spot for them, but they will like they're a fairly long vine, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, they, I, yeah, well, I'm, I am going to move them outside, you know, when the weather Okay, are you going to keep them in a, are you going to try and do it just in a pod, or are you going to move them into the ground? Oh, no, I'll, I'll move them right into the ground. Okay, perfect. Yeah. And do you have a raised bed that you're putting that in, or how are you doing that? Mm, yeah, it's raised up about six inches higher than the, the standard ground yeah, level. Yeah, and that's perfect for that, then. Um, but they're, they're just in the house right now, in the windowsill, they're just And so you can pinch and them, leggy. yeah, so just, again, slow them down, um... Keep, like get them into a little bit of a cooler spot. You can pinch them, um, and then just just tra- have you transplanted them yet? No, no, no. Okay, yeah, no. they need to get transplanted. Okay, because um, that, and then go a little bit deeper, and then that'll concentrate on more root growth than going straight up. So just a little bit deeper, say half an inch deeper. Yeah, or? that'll be perfect. Okay, that that that's good. Uh, yeah, so. and then at that point. Keep them in a little cooler spot. And if, if you have a, any pots that are lower and wider is better for cucumbers type because they're going to hang over and they don't get tippy on you. Yeah, i just been kind of using old margarine containers. That's there. perfect, actually, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're recycling, what the heck, you know. Yep, so. and drill a couple <laughs> holes in the bottom. Yep. And you can use the old lid as your tray. So there, there you go. go. So, well, I appreciate <laughs> that then. All right. Thanks, Thanks Ken. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, and I'm going to go to the phone line. I'm going to go to Bill. Good morning, Bill. Bill? Good morning. How are you doing? Good, good. How can I help you? Uh, well, interesting, that cucumber thing. I started my cucumbers in uh, January. Yeah. And um, one of your people in there, it's called a Roxy Nanty, I think okay. it is. And this thing, we did them last year. And we did them in the ground, and they just kind of spread around, and they were pretty good. But I've started them now, and I'm just curious how high you think this thing might go, because it's about four feet now, <laughs> and the cucumbers are 10 inches long, and they're amazing. That's awesome. And, so and uh, are you using a trellis to hold, to hold them up? Or? Yeah, I've got them in. I put tomato cages inside the pots, and yeah. I've got them in, like, three-gallon pots now. That's, that's perfect. And... Um, but so I'm just—it's outgrown the stakes, and uh, well, you can just let them start. You can go. let them start going down at that point too, because I don't think you want to get any more height on them. So you can just sort of let it go down and start growing down the trellis as well. Yeah. Okay. 
That's all um, I would do is, and you can pinch it at a certain point too. Well, if you got lots of, it sounds like you're getting lots of fruit on them as well, lots of cucumbers. So you can also just pinch the end and just to slow them down a bit. If you're yeah. getting lots, if you notice lots of growth, what type of fertilizer are you using? I'm using, um, it is, uh, let me just run down and get it. It's, it's that brand you've recommended. It's not the ProMix one. It's the other one. I've got, got both going. Okay. This thing is a um, uh, Evolve Organic Tomato. Yep, that's so perfect. I'm using it on the tomatoes yep. as well. And uh, like I've grown, I've got all kinds of stuff growing. I don't know what I'm going to do with all of it here, but um, the tomatoes all seem to have a disease, and I've never had it. I grow them every year, and all the tops are curling and growing. Yeah, unfortunately, you get a fungus, and it almost looks like it's mutated and turning hard a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, it spreads quite quick, so I would throw all those tomatoes out, unfortunately. Okay. Yeah, because it, it, it just spreads from your fingers even. Like, it, it's quite... Um, it's quite contagious, something like the okay. coronavirus, but not, it won't kill you. So it's, yeah. it's just, it's not great for tomatoes. It's, okay. uh, so I would just get rid of those. And for, it sort of, it, it reminds me of, unfortunately, people that if you get uh, arthritis in your fingers, it sort of curls over and it turns hard. Like it's almost like arthritis in the tomato. Yeah. I, like I, it's- yeah, it's. I don't know the exact name, but whenever we see it, I know it's a fungus that we can't cure or can't treat. It's just better just to th- to throw them out at that point and just start okay. fresh. Get rid of the soil, unfortunately, too, and just start with fresh ones. And nice thing with tomatoes, they will go quite quickly. So, yeah, okay. And um, I'm gonna. I was thinking about. I'd called a couple of weeks ago about uh, maybe doing a raised bed and asking about whether it should be cedar or not. So, yep, cedar uh, is the one. Hey, <laughs> actually, well, it works out good. I know you're asking, um, and I'm going to give you the one from the from the Eagle Lake Landscape Supply. Nathan was generous enough to to offer one to us, so I'm going to give that to you, Bill. Hey, perfect. Thank yeah. you very much. Yeah, you're welcome. And That's uh, awesome. Yeah, so what you get is the big yellow bag and the cedar wood that goes with it. They have a kit. So I'm going to put you on hold, and Brian's going to take your name and number, and uh, we'll get that uh, raised bed with the soil all included right over to you. Hey, perfect. Thank you very much. Thank you, and have a good day. Happy Easter. You too. Bye-bye. Thank you. You too. Bye. All right. And uh, thanks again to our friends at Eagle Lake Landscape Supply and the big yellow bag for that generous gift. And Bill's going to grow some stuff. Sounds like he's uh, growing stuff like crazy. So I'm sure he'll have some stuff to share with his uh, friends and neighbors. You're listening to Let's Talk Gardening on 770 CHQR. We're going to take a quick break. Welcome back to Let's Talk Gardening. I'm going to go to the phone line. I'm going to pull Joanna up online. She's joined me from the text world. Good morning, Joanna. Good morning. How are you? Good, good. How are you? Good. I'm great. Happy Easter to everyone. Happy yeah. Easter to you. Yeah, happy Easter to you as well. Did you guys have a little Easter egg hunt at home? We did. It, I just had to usher everybody away from the office here because they were searching awesome. for their... We'd kind of do a treasure hunt with their Easter baskets. So oh, they awesome. were rummaging through every room. They hey. found like a small herd of elephants. Awesome. I'm going <laughs> to pull John up on the line with us. He has sure. some cauliflower issues, so I figured okay. we will answer them together since you can't be in, okay. in, in studio, but we can still do it together. Uh, good morning, John. Good morning. Uh, how can we uh, help you today? 
Well, I was wondering about all breasts. Is that say, like cauliflower, bro- broccoli, and uh, and cabbage? If they get a little late, can maybe plant sort of right up to their lowest leaves? Or Joanna, like do you want to take leaves? that one? Um. Yeah. So I would plant. I wouldn't. So like we hear that about tomatoes, right? That you can plant them deep. Yeah. Yeah. But that's because tomatoes have these little nodes on their stems that will actually turn into roots if you have them in soil. I don't think many plants in the cabbage family are like that. So I would try and keep them at the same the same height um, when you transplant them as what they are right now. Yeah, and you could just pinch them a bit on the top if you like. Like you, if you'll see the center of it, you can just pinch that out, and that'll help thicken it up as well. Great. And then I did have another question about hascaps. Which varieties would you recommend for the Calgary area? Oh, there are, I would say, at least half a dozen that are fantastic here. I love the Borealis, um, the Tundra, and those two I have on my own property, and they produce like crazy. Um, We actually just made smoothies this morning, and I threw in some frozen hascap berries that somehow we didn't eat already. Um, yeah, the tundras and the borealis are, are by far really good and they don't get too big, um, or they're kind of slow growing. So they, they tend to stay a bit smaller. And we also are getting the ones that have the combo in the pot as well. So they'll have two of them. So you, so they'll pollinate together. And when you plan them, you take them out of the pot? Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, okay. nice sunny location, well drained. They don't like to be real, real wet, but nice sunny, warm location, um, and they'll do great. They love. I call them like the Alberta blueberry. I know we mm-hmm. sell blueberries here and things like that, but it it is hard to get real blueberries going in Alberta. So I, I call this the the Alberta blueberry. Yeah, I've yeah. had no luck with blueberries. <laughs> yeah, no, you know it's. It's hard. are really great because they, they're one of the first fruits we can pick. They're even before strawberries often. So in June, early to mid-June, you're already picking hascaps. And their flowers are, I don't know if you have seen mature plants, but the bumblebees that come to pollinate are massive. I don't know where they come from. I've never seen them before, but they love the hascap bushes. Their flowers are just, and then I guess that's why they produce so many fruits. And they're out of Siberia is where they kind of came from. So So they work here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah great. So awesome. Do you have them, Merle? Like Absolutely. Yep. We'll have a full selection of those in the spring. Okay, very good. I'll get some orders going. Thank you. Sounds good. Thanks, John. Bye-bye. You guys both have a good day. You as well. Happy Easter. Bye-bye. Happy Easter to you too. Bye-bye. All right. And where do I have? I had John on that one. I just make sure I don't hang up on you, Joanna, because you're, you're on the one side. And <laughs> I'll you're, call you back. You're on the left side, and he was on the right side. <laughs> so how are you making out all your seeds and that? Are, are going... Yeah, they're going really great. I actually transplanted my tomatoes yesterday, so they've been... Okay, um, how tall were they when you... They were about four inches tall. I waited a little bit. I had a fan well, going good, on though. them. Yep. Yeah, um, and then what I did, I have mine in little newspaper pots, yep. and what I transplanted up into the pots are, of course, bigger and deeper. I didn't unwrap the newspaper, nothing. I just put the the tomato seedling in the newspaper pot right down to the bottom of the transplant pot. Yeah, and then just... And so there's about two inches 
two and a half inches of the plant showing. The rest yep. I buried. I buried them nice and deep. They're going to be super strong. I didn't have to mess with the roots at all, so they shouldn't They shouldn't have transplant shock. No, and that's, it is the best thing. A lot of people look at me because you see so many big tomatoes, and even from some of our growers, they come to us, and they're floppy, right? So yeah, you, they're you, so leggy. Yeah, yeah, you get them down nice and deep when they're in that four inches, bury them way down, Pull yep. those, pull the foliage off that the, of the of the ones that's where the stem's going to be buried, and uh, and this bury it, and uh, and then it'll just thicken right up. You'll have lots of root structure, and then if you end up transplanting again, either into the ground or into a big pot, do the same thing. If yep. one, it's about twelve, They're almost like potatoes, right? Yeah, like you kind of hill. Well, you don't really hill them, but you bury their stem a little bit every time. And Absolutely, so they they grow really strong roots off that. So, stem and what else did you seed? Oh my goodness. Um, I just put in winter squash, parsley, um, some basil. That's the most recent. Um, I'm growing, trying to grow some perennials. There's a, a well, it's a self seeding annual. So yep. kind of a perennial. It's called baby blue eyes or nemophila. That's uh, one I've been wanting to get going in our garden. Um, what else? I've got, I put some nasturtium in this week just because I want my hanging baskets to be nice and oh, nice. full. Yeah. Um, hey, Joanne, I'm just going to put you on hold, and yeah. then when we come back, we can talk about that, and maybe we can read a few texts. I, I don't have any calls right now, so we can sure, read it. Okay. I know it looks like we got about 800 texts, but... Yes, we I've can, been busy. <laughs> yeah, so we can read some of those, and we'll answer those online here. We'll take a quick break. You're listening to Let's Talk Gardening on 770-CHQR. Welcome back to Let's Talk Gardening. I'm Earl Coons, and I'm going to go back to Joanna. Good morning, Joanna. Good morning. Um, do you have the theme of the day? Oh, <laughs> no. I have been listening diligently, but man, I feel like my fingertips have been flying all morning. Yeah, it's uh, um, it's just it, we, we we've had a couple musical theme today. Rebirth that. Rebirth. That, okay, that, that's like not it. that's not it though. But it's oh. just movies. Brian <laughs> oh, just wanted perfect. some feel good tunes that he likes from his favorite movies. Nice. Well, I'm sure people <laughs> are tuning into movies a little bit more lately than you know. Oh man, to schedules yeah. people at home a bit more. Yeah. And, and and kudos to those guys. Like you know, a lot of the the cable companies and and the TV companies, they've put a lot of channels out there for free and things like that as well. Yeah, and which is which is nice. And then because it it definitely helps. Uh, could you imagine back when I was young, we had like five channels or whatever it was, and then we finally got cable. But with the rabbit ears, yeah. What would you do? Would you have to get up and change it every time? Like, oh, you know, I have that thought. I think I have this thought daily. What would I be doing if we didn't have a TV in our house? And I'm I'm pretty good with the willpower, but man, there are times where I like to just uh, veg out with the family. But yeah, I thought about that the other day. I was like, here I am watching something, you know, and it's like not even after dinner yet. I thought, nope. I gotta get away, get pull my face away from the screen, get yep, outside, do some gardening. Yeah, so, exactly. So, um, and you talked about you using newspaper. Another good yeah. thing. Um, obviously, we're always trying to sell stuff too. But those, when you're buying your, you know, when you buy raspberries or you buy strawberries in those plastic clam sales, mm -hmm. those are great planters yeah, for, the for repurposing. Clam shells, yeah. Yep. 
Just for repurposing, if you're looking, if you buy some, instead of recycling them, save them if you want to do some seeding into them because they have good drainage, they have holes all over the side. They work like a little mini greenhouse and uh, just get your your soil and seeds delivered. And uh, and then you're 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 perfect. So those are your containers. My mom always taught me to reduce, reuse, and recycle, but try and use it at least more than once, whatever it is. Yeah, and, and yeah. George sent us a text. I see. Can can you plant shallots in a pot? Shallots, absolutely. They can go yeah. in a just a little bit bigger pot, like sort of in that six eight inches at least, and uh, shallots would grow perfect in there. So there you go. Yeah, I just t- put in um, garlic seed. Actually, they're called bulbils. I guess they're like a smallish bulb yep. um, from the flower head, and I've been saving them for a long time. And I thought they all started to sort of sprout anyway in the bag I had them, and I thought, you know, I'm just going to pop them in these old um, egg cartons that I have, and I know I'll have to wait two years before I can harvest uh, the garlic bulb at the base. Yeah, but they're they're all coming up. They're per- I have like. I don't know what I, I guess I have forty eight of them. So my hopefully my neighbors and friends want some garlic plants when we can all visit again. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm going to pull up. I got. I just have to pull the screen over a bit. Less. I'm just going to pull less up on here. He wants to grow some elderberries. Good morning, Les. Okay, perfect. Good morning. How are you? How can I help you? Uh, the last time I called you, I lived down in uh, Rocky Ford. Okay. Last year. Yeah. Now I've I've moved up to uh, Pine Lake. Okay. Um, I had planted uh, some go-go berries. Yep. And they only came up to about six inches or four inches the first year, and now now I've got to replant them because I've moved. And I would like to uh, plant an, an elderberry bush. Okay. Would you guys have the elderberry bush? Absolutely. Yeah, we'll have a bunch of varieties of elderberries as well. And what about those go-go berries? Well, yep. Can I get them to grow like they're supposed to be a perennial, eh? Yeah, they are. It takes a couple years for them to get going until you're going to be harvesting a bunch. They they need to be in a sunny, hot location. and uh, But they will. We've got to watch. There's a couple different varieties. But the ones that we bring in are the hardy ones for our area. But they do take a year or two to really mature to where you start getting some fruit production. Okay, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thank you. You guys have a happy Easter. You as well. Thanks, you too. Thanks, Les. Yeah, bye-bye. bye-bye. Um, so, Joanna, on, on that, yeah. on, on the fruit, so are you growing any root crops in pots or anything, or are you sticking um, to the upper? No, I'm, you know what, I think <clears throat> in my time in Calgary, I've learned to just not rush too much because I'm, I'm kind of at the brink now where my seedlings are starting to become more dependent on me. They're growing, they're getting bigger and bigger and I'm running out of room and lights and all that. So I save my root, my root crops for direct seed. I don't, I don't, I know there's some folks that maybe don't have garden beds to work with or they're in an apartment setting. Um, if that was the case, I would for sure have them going probably not so soon, but I've got some garden beds in the backyard, and I just direct seed. And, I find that the easiest. And we're lucky. Like, you can grow radishes, um, turnips, beets in Calgary. I know when you and I were doing the global garden with, with uh, Leslie mm-hmm. um, up there, we, we got two or three cycles of, of crop. We'd, let, we'd harvest, and then we'd replant. And we got three cycles of radishes out of our raised beds and things like that up there. So you can do mm-hmm. it here in pots and everything. So Oh, radishes grow so fast. They really do. And I love the radish plants because if you let 
some of them go to seed. Um, first of all, they go to seed really easily if they're an heirloom variety. Save that seed, you're set for the next year. And then the, the seed pods are actually really tasty. They're like the radish. They're crunchy. They look like green beans. Oh, really? Um, and you can pickle them. They're so good. Awesome. Well, so, we'll have yeah. to, you have to tell us how to pickle next week. But okay. uh, <laughs> right now, we got to go. Our two hours are up. So, again, stay safe, everybody. And uh, let's let's beat this thing. We're all in it together. Help flatten the curve. And uh, we got this. All right. Thanks a lot. You're listening to Let's Talk Gardening on 770 CHQR.